Welcome to the Dirty Devotional Podcast, where we try to make sense of the dirty and the divine in our messy world. My name is Zach, and I'm an ex-pastor, a struggling addict, and I deal with major anxiety and depression. Yet I deeply believe in God's presence in my life and in your life as well. I hope today's conversation inspires your thoughts, challenges your beliefs, and helps you feel seen, known, and loved by a real God. Thanks for joining. What's up, my Dirty family? Welcome back to Dirty Devotionals, a podcast that is all about being vulnerable, honest, and real, and man, trying to make sense of the dirty and the divine in our day-to-day world. And I want to give a shout out to all of you who are listening from all over the world, over in Australia, Germany, North Dakota, Florida, freaking Kansas, y'all, um, uh, California, Utah, all of you. Listen, I love you. Um, I take time. I look at where all you guys are listening from. I think about you. It's encouraging for me uh, because it just blows my mind. I've had a lot of you reach out and just share how the podcast has impacted you and helped you. And um, even last week during my little hiatus, uh, many of you just, the encouragement I got from y'all. Listen, I, I I believe I can be encouraging to you. I just hope you know how encouraging you are to me. And so it means a ton, ton, ton to me. Listen, I wanted to let you know, if you currently listen to this podcast and you are not connected to our private group on Facebook, then you're, you're missing out. You freaking are. You're living a half life. And I want to get you connected to it. If you look in the show notes, we have a link for it. But if you can't get there, go to Facebook and search Dirty Devotional Podcast, Dirty Family. And there's a private group that you have to request access to. And this is a group of um, dirty our, our dirty listeners who... Um, value this idea of being seen, known, and loved. And it's become an incredible community where people are sharing what they're reading, they're sharing their thoughts, their prayers, they're asking questions about the podcast. And it just opens the door for a lot of really cool conversation that is more than just me talking to you, which I think is so powerful and so beneficial. And so if you're not connected to that podcast or to that group yet, be sure to do that. Again, you can find it in the show notes, so do not forget it. Today, we're going to jump into today's dirty devotional. We're going to be back in Matthew chapter 1, um, starting in the uh, starting at verse 18. And one of the things, this is a fun little thing I want to teach you if you didn't know. So if you look at the Bible, the Bible is broken up into sections, and these sections are titled. So you have chapters and verses, but outside of that, you also have these sections. And so verse 18 starts a section in the NIV that says, Joseph accepts Jesus as his son. Uh, these sections are called pericopes. And they are just a little break aparts in the writings. But it's basically just um, sectioning off like, hey, this is one story compared to another and kind of breaking up the Bible part even more specifically into the specific things that are being said. And we're in this part now where um, Matthew is telling us about the birth of Jesus and how it came about. And so I want to read a little of this and then I want to talk about it because um, I believe that in this conversation, we are going to be able to, or in our devotional, we are going to be able to really take a big step forward and knowing how, what it looks like to um, to do the right way, do things the right way when it's hard. Um, because sometimes we are in difficult circumstances. Sometimes we have to handle things that are very, very tough, very scary, very um, that require a lot of courage. And we need to handle them the right way because it can do the hard thing the wrong way and it becomes a lot more dramatic and a lot more more damaging than it should be. But if we do the hard thing the right way, um, it can be very, very helpful. And we can see this in the story. And so let me read it for you. It says, this is how the birth of Jesus came about. His mother Mary was pledged to be married to Joseph. 
But before they came together, meaning before they had sex, before they got married, she was found to be pregnant through the Holy Spirit. Let's just pause there and just say this is weird. Um, it's really weird if you know the Bible to get the Holy Spirit getting someone pregnant is weird. It's the only time this happens in Scripture, but it is a fulfillment of the Old Testament. Verse 19, because Joseph, her husband, was faithful to the law and yet did not want to expose her to public disgrace, he had in mind to divorce her quietly. Now, here's the thing. Let's talk about who the real MVP is. So Mary gets a lot of attention. You know, Mary, did you know? Mary, I mean, Mary did carry. She was the mother of Jesus. And I'm not going to take away any of the incredible, incredible things Mary did. Mary's a champ. I mean, Mary was basically a teenager when this happened. And But I do think we overlook Joseph a little bit. I mean, could you imagine dating a girl and you're getting you're engaged, you're getting ready to get married, and then all of a sudden she's like, hey, I'm pregnant. And you're like, well, we ain't never had sex, so uh, there's only one, one conclusion here that we can draw. I don't know who you've been with, but, um, and she's like, well, God got me pregnant. Can we all just be honest? Like, this is the Jerry Springer show of the century. Like, this is going to be the one that's most tuned in, like, doesn't make any sense. This is, we're going to laugh at Mary when think she's crazy. And honestly, would any of us blame Joseph for leaving her? And we get to verse 19, and Joseph has this very difficult thing to do. And I love how it's approached in verse 19. It says, because Joseph, her husband, was faithful to the law, which means that because she cheated and because she was pregnant, and it looked like she had had um, sex outside of the relationship, he was allowed to not be with her. He was going to divorce her since the promise. So let me, I need to clarify this real fast. So they had a promise for each other. So when in, in biblical times, you basically had a year-long engagement of like where you were promised and basically married, but you hadn't had the official ceremony to do it. And so he would still have to divorce her because there was this promise um, that they had already made this promise and commitment to each other to be together, to get married officially in front of God. And so the law gave him permission or encouraged him like, hey, if this happens, if, if your promised person, partner has sex with someone else, then like you have full permission to divorce them. And so what we see here is Joseph says, hey, because he was faithful to the law, um, he was going to move forward and do that. But there's a back half of this that I thought was really good because it's he's doing the hard thing. He's he's going to go divorce her because it's and it's difficult, but he does it the right way. He says, and yet he did not want to expose her to public disgrace. So he was going to do it quietly. Now, many of us, we can learn from this. Because many of us, we we think we have the right thing. We need to express ourselves. You know, you look at social media when you're fighting for things or you look at um, a hard conversation you need to have with a spouse or a friend or a relationship you're in. Um, and we step into these hard things that sometimes we don't, we don't handle them with grace. We don't handle them with care and we don't do them well. And because of that, it ends up amplifying the damage that's done. And so what many of us do is we just, we don't say it. We don't address the hard things. We ignore them or we become very hurtful and cause a lot of damage when we do address them. And so today, based off this passage, I want to give you three things that you can do um, to do when it comes to doing the hard thing the right way. When it, having, when it comes to having a hard conversation, when it comes to making a hard choice, how do we do it the right way? And the first thing is this, is we need to be concise. A lot of times we go into these conversations and we have no idea what we want to say. We just have kind of like a, a general sense. 
You need to know exactly what you're going to say. I encourage you to write down word for word what you want to say to the person. Um, That way you don't end up rambling, saying things that contradict yourself. You need to be concise. And so be, be as concise as you can. You don't need to explain everything. You just need to explain exactly what you feel, why you feel that way, and what you're going to do about it. It needs to be that clear. And so you need to be concise. The second thing is this, you need to be clear. Um, you need to be clear. And so when I say clear, what I mean is I, you need to be able to walk away and say, this is the three things I need to make sure I said, or this is the two things that I need said, and they need to be in one sentence. And so not only are you looking for conciseness so that it's quick and not a drawn out conversation, you're looking for clarity so that what you say um, is is as clear as can be, as clear as it possibly can be. A lot of times we go into these conversations and we don't even really know what we want. We know that we're hurt, but we don't really know the next step. And so we end up just talking a lot about how we feel, but there's no takeaway from it and there's no next step. You need to have that. You need to have the clarity of like, hey, this is this is what's going to happen. This is what I want based off what I've experienced. And you need to be able to communicate that in a concise way. And the last one, which I think is so important, and Joseph does this so beautifully, is that we need to be graceful. We need to be concise. We need to be clear. We need to be graceful. And what I mean by that is we're not looking to hurt the person. We're not looking to hurt them. Um, We're looking to hold them accountable for a decision they made. We're looking to protect ourselves and the hurt that we have. Uh, We're looking to... Um, we're looking to be better from this. We're not looking to make someone feel bad. We're looking to better ourselves and hopefully better the other person if they'll allow it. And so with that, we always approach these conversations with grace. And what I mean is I don't come into a hard conversation thinking this person was out to ruin my life. I come into conversations thinking this is a hurt person and hurt people hurt people. And so I'm going to be as graceful and as gentle and as tactful as I can with what I'm saying while I'm being concise and clear. And so I may say, hey, you did this, and because you did this, this is how it made me feel. And because of that, here's what I'm going to do moving forward. I think I think you're a great person. I don't think that you meant to hurt me, and I, I don't believe that you, you will continue to do this. But for me, I have to do this moving forward because it's better to protect myself, and I need that. And so it's about being concise, it's about being clear, and it's about being respectful. And if you put this into practice, you will find yourselves... Be, having the ability to do the hard things the right way, and it makes the hard things easier. Be like Joseph. He was going to do the right thing. If we're in this moment, this season, it's the right thing. Now, we're going to follow up in the next podcast, so don't shut me out yet. Um, In the next episode, we're going to talk a little bit more about this story. But doing the right thing um, can sometimes be really difficult. But if we practice these things, being concise, being clear, and being graceful, you will be blown away how much better and smoother these conversations can go. Let me pray for you. God, thank you for today. Thank you so much, um, Lord, for Joseph and for his example. Uh, Lord, I can't imagine being where he is in the situation he's in, um, but Lord, he he handles it with, with tact. And so, Lord, help us handle the difficult things with grace and tact. Help us be concise, clear, graceful. Help us to love well, even when it's difficult, even when we have to be honest and set clear boundaries. Lord, we thank you for that. I pray for every person listening that needs to take that step. Lord, give them the courage to do it. Lord, we love you and we ask this in your name. Amen. Hey, thanks so much for joining me on today's devotional. If you want to get more connected, then be sure to follow me on Instagram at Z underscore chill. That's at Z underscore C-H-I-L. Or you can connect with myself and other listeners through our private Facebook group. You can find this by searching Dirty Devotional Podcast, Dirty Family. Lastly, if you enjoy the podcast, please take time to rate it on iTunes or Spotify. This helps us reach more people and lets us know that my content is making a difference in your life. Most importantly... 
I hope today you felt seen, known, and loved by a real God. Be blessed.